I think years from now we'll listen to this and say we, didn't, we never took ourselves too seriously. I think, yeah. I think Except me, and I take myself very seriously. No, no, I don't think that. we take ourselves too seriously, but we take what we do very seriously. And we're doing it at a time when things are really heating up. Hi, and welcome to the Noah Capital Podcast. My name is Stephanie, and together with my colleagues Khaled and Sarah, we sat down earlier this month to record the intro episode to our podcast, and as we often do, got carried away and spent a little over an hour discussing trends we've observed since the lockdown and really over the last few years across the MENA region, as well as our thoughts on starting NUA and where we see it going. Now, I'm going to leave you with the recording of that discussion. Note that it's been lightly edited for length. I do hope you enjoy it and that you learn a little bit more about how we intend to work with founders and what role we hope NUA Capital will play in the ecosystem. So hi and welcome to the NUA Capital podcast. We wanted to take some time to introduce you um, to the team, tell you a little bit more about NUA before launching our podcast officially. So I have with me my colleagues Khaled and Sara. Hi. Hi. Khaled, could you start us off by sharing um, the story behind NUA Capital and how it all came together? Yeah, sure. So um, um, for those don't know, uh, Sarah, Stephanie, and I have been working together for the past few years uh, in the entrepreneurial ecosystem on the investment side, and we've really come together around the vision of, of uh, building something unique and transformational for the region. We ventured out on our own only just recently to build uh, NOAA Capital, um, which we, we're hoping to position as one of the premier uh, VCs in, uh, in, in emerging markets. Um, might be worth, you know, Digging into the name, Noah or Noah capital in Arabic means nucleus or core. And that really speaks to everything that we hope to achieve by positioning the entrepreneurs and the founders at the core of everything we do and really solve for their problems and their issues. So that's, that's sort of our raison d'etre. That's what we want to work towards, that's what we want to build towards. And that's what we have a razor sharp focus on. Um, and so we came around together around that, that vision. Um, and we're hoping to build something that, that really speaks to um, um, solving for the entrepreneurs' problems in the region. There's a lot of things that we wanted to, to do, and I think we realized that together we could do them. We each have our own skill set, and they, together we complemented each other, and that was uh, why we think the team is really strong and why we came together, I think, uh, to do something. I think we've all been working in this um, ecosystem or industry um, for for a very long time. Um, and so we've been quite privileged to look at the growth of these ecosystems, but also understand where there are certain gaps and where there is still so much more that needs to be done. Um, and we have a really great working dynamic. Um, so this was a great opportunity for us to build something that's different, that aims to fulfill these gaps and fulfill these needs that aren't being net, met. Met and or net, it all works. Uh, we're seeing an accelerated rate of digital adoption in the region and we see more and more people going online. It's interesting to see what types or what trends will stick and what won't. Uh, there are three sectors or hyper growth sectors that we focus on. The first being uh, SaaS, software as a service. The second uh, being D2C, 
which is direct to consumer. It falls under the e-commerce umbrella where um, companies are creating their own private labels. And the third is uh, RDIs, rapidly digitizing industries that are um, uh, traditional industries that are today undergoing digital transformation, such as edtech, health tech, uh, fintech, uh, mobility, logistics, um, and other uh, other industries in, under that umbrella. Um, we have a primary focus to invest in MENA and the GCC, and a secondary focus in Turkey, Pakistan, and Sub-Saharan Africa. And we'll be looking at companies across their um, whole life cycle from seed through to Series B. I think key to how we differentiate ourselves as NUA um, is the NUA network. Um, so the NUA network is, is something that we've focused on building since the very beginning of the NUA story. Um, we wanted to bring together uh, some of the region's most seasoned entrepreneurs and operational experts to truly support the um, founders of the startups we, we invest in. Some of the entrepreneurs who are part of the network so far are Hassam Arab, Hassam Khouri, Samih Tukan, Noor Al-Hassan, and Rabia Ataya. And the network really uh, is meant to grow and become this dynamic community of founders and experts who are there to support one another. Um, when it comes to the podcast... So why are we doing a podcast anyway? Conversations. Like, it's good to have conversations that are not scripted. That are not, like, rehearsed. Yeah. With ourselves and in, with others. Uh, and in a comfortable setting where it's not where video is, like, makes people un sometimes a bit self-conscious. Yeah. And uh, where people feel comfortable, they start talking about things that they usually don't talk about. Exactly. And I think what's really important to me is that we share as much as we can with our audience. Uh, and then when you're more... And podcast is a really great platform for that because you're quite comfortable so we can bring our audience a little bit closer into, you know, how we think of yeah. industries, how we build our thesis, and then think through some of these things mm. together as well. So, yeah, we wanted to be very transparent and very honest in the way that we invest. And we thought that this podcast would be a really good way to bring the voices of the founders um, to the platform so we can all together build the Noah story. What we want to achieve is to give you a little bit of background as to how we formulate our thinking, uh, both on the investment side, but also as we start thinking about, um, you know, putting a thesis together and think about like the industries that we want to um, tackle. And then as part of that, we will bring in like uh, hopefully a good number of engaging guests that will help uh, us uh, discuss these opportunities as they emerge, uh, whether they're founders or people from the industry, etc. So that's we're hoping this this podcast gives a window. Into the into how you know the our firm develops. One thing that's important to note is that this is very much um, a window into our thinking, as Khalid said. But this is also a work in progress. So um, what we know what we know that we don't want is we don't want very rigid conversations. We we want this to be kind of a very unfiltered. Um, discussion where where you get a bit more insight a bit more raw insight from our side but we might tweak the format a little bit so sometimes those might be interviews and then sometimes we might go completely off topic and that might that might become the full episode you were saying no no i'm just that. nodding and then i'm agreeing <laughs> oh, okay. okay i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs>
definitely been an eventful few months, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, why, why, why did we, why did we jump ship and, and do this uh, Nua Capital thing? You know, we we work with entrepreneurs all day long, right? Yeah. Like we're constantly like living through them. I think we all, on some level, wanted to do that. Right? Yeah. We all, yeah. we all took a leap of faith, right? Like we all jumped into a lot of uncertainty and you know a lot of like. We don't know where this is going to take us and so far and thankfully it's been it's been really good so we've been able to kind of build and do things but i think we all want to take an entrepreneurial leap and we all wanted to build something different right yeah we started with this thing that the entrepreneur we want to build for the entrepreneur but we may end up somewhere very different but it's it's that process that's interesting and i think the three of us like you were saying well both of you were saying a second ago bring something different to the table the combo, as we build and transform, and, uh, is, 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 is something that's special. And where we end up might be something totally different, but I think we all want to do that journey. Yeah. I think it's definitely interesting to see where we'll go with this, but I think what, I, what is very certain is that um, we can figure it out. So I think we yeah, can exactly. work through things together. I think we're very nimble, we're a small team, but I think even if we grow, we'll keep on being nimble because we have that that's how we've always worked hey and that you know, speaks to the name which is kind of like yeah. we have like a little core that you know we want to yeah. no we want it to be flexible and we work through things to be, yeah, like, together yeah we want it to be flexible and we because we worked together for five six years it's we had a foundation and that foundation is what we've been done and we're doing it at the time when things are really heating up like there's all this change in the industry, in the sector, but also in in the region which we live, right? There's, you know, terrible news from Beirut, like oil price in free fall. Actually, oil price today is up, but you know, in general, has been free fall. We launched in the middle of like a, you know, once in a generation, once in a lifetime, like pandemic. Um, but I think uh, we're all trying to build something new. Yeah, and we like can't lose hope when things yeah. are, like, are negative in the world, or um, we just have to be resilient. Resilient. What we're in is growing, right? Yeah. Like, I guess a lot of people are in different, but what we're in, tech and, and the digital economy, that's growing at a pace it never has before. Yeah. I would say also that every time there's been such an economic dislocation, if you put in the hard work and you really figure out who you need to support, um, then that company and yourself as a fund, you'll really be at a different level, um, you know, in the years to follow. Yeah. So we've seen that when we kind of reverse engineer this. Yeah, I think when you look at when innovation happens, it typically happens when there's uh, either a recession or some kind of economic challenge globally. And so like great companies emerge at this time, so do great funds. So like you think of the likes of like Andreessen Horowitz, they emerged out of the last recession. So we think you know, we want to um, at least build something really robust and um, differentiated and transformational for emerging markets, starting in the Middle East and Turkey and, and maybe Pakistan, East Africa, but then growing from there um, into the rest of the, into, into the rest of emerging markets, into like neglected markets that aren't really um, well thought of in the rest of the world, but had that have amazing opportunity. And the this hap the the company starts growing because there's. The need that wasn't there before uh, in specific sectors. 
So for example, today the people are losing their jobs or um, they need to find other ways to make money and that's how they, these kind of industries uh, fueled by tech come together. Yeah, I think, I think like a lot of new, there's a lot of evolution in like different sectors, whether it's retail yeah. to e-commerce or, you know, logistics that drive that or, um, you know, the growth of like private label, like the direct consumer, etc. All of that's kind of, this is the moment where you, we think we're going to see huge growth in, 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 new, in new industries or evolutions of exist, evolution of existing industries. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really interesting. Um, that will come to define like the decade that comes after that. So like we saw pretty much streaming with Netflix and then the beginning of e-commerce and really defined the infrastructure that was built in the decade following that. I think this is where we are now. We are at the beginning of that transformation. Yeah. In the region. Yeah. Yeah. And Netflix is a good one, I think. Like Netflix, like why it's able to kind of, um, it's a good analogy, I think, because the switch of Netflix originally like a, mail-in DVD, right, yeah. streaming. Um, originally, even when it was a mail-in DVD, it, it, it let it have a much lighter footprint than like Blockbuster, right? So you didn't have to have stores in every, in every city. Yeah. And then you were able to kind of uh, grow on that. And, um, uh, and then the switch to streaming just reinforces that and lets, lets a company like Netflix give them the resources instead of being just focused on, on infrastructure for storing their DVDs. It's actually invest in the content itself. So there's that kind of movement upstream. So I think those are the types of dynamics we're interested in that we think that is going to emerge in our markets as well. So we're, we're really interested in that. And I think that's coming.